0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 2021, Toy Minimalism, What Seven Parents Want Us to Know, by Brian Gardner with nosidebar.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another parenting edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, with me, your host and narrator, Greg Audino. It's great to have you here again, and this time for a post from nosidebar.com, tackling that very difficult topic of how to integrate minimalist living with having children. Today, author Brian Gardner, with the help of some of his peers, shares some ideas about reducing toy clutter. So let's hop into the article now and optimize your life. Toy Minimalism, What Seven Parents Want Us to Know, by Brian Gardner with NoSidebar.com. All it takes is one look into my son's closet to realize there's a problem. A problem of too much, or simply put, way too many toys taking up the space that's already bigger than it needs to be. You know what I mean? Keep listening. We don't need to look any further than the mirror, or our own closets, to realize our children's excess is usually a byproduct of our own habits, or the result of spending choices we make. While my wife and I consider ourselves somewhat frugal, and try our hardest to keep clutter away from our home, there are outside factors that determine the amount of stuff that ends up in the hands of our son. Every few months, we go through his closet and make decisions about what to do with things that are unopened, may have been played with once, or are there because we simply don't want to let them go. Houston, we have a problem. Does this sound familiar? It's called toy minimalism. What is toy minimalism? Toy minimalism is the intentional removal of toys from a closet, a room, or a house, with the intent on giving it away or sending it to someone who will actually find it useful, while keeping a few things that have value. I thought it would be fun to see what other parents had to say about the topic of toy minimalism. So here are some thoughts from moms and dads just like us. Number 1. Danae Barahona of Simple Families I got rid of the toys because I feared a future of Legos jammed into my feet. I feared myself turning into that mom who screams at her kids every day to clean up their toys. I feared that I was going to have kids begging to buy every toy in sight when we went to Barnes and Noble. But most of all, I got rid of the toys because I knew how much my children would gain in the process. I wasn't the least bit concerned that they would be missing out without heaps of toys. Number 2 Tish Oxenrider of The Art of Simple. In the past, I typically pick a day or three, a la my organized simplicity method, and I work through every square inch of our kids' toys with a simple declutter, clean, organized routine. I ask, is this truly beautiful or useful to someone in the family? This quote is our guiding principle, and if it is, we keep it, so long as it has a definable home. If it's not, then out it goes. Number 3. Joshua Becker of becoming minimalist. Wise parents also think about the number of toys that children are given. While most toy rooms and bedrooms today are filled to the ceiling with toys, intentional parents learn to limit the number of toys that kids have to play with. I'm not anti-toy. I'm just pro-child. So do your child a favor today and limit their number of toys. Just don't tell them you got the idea from me. Number 4. Ali Kasatsa One of the most valued goals my husband and I have in raising our herd is to guide their focus to the right things. By overindulging them, we are doing them a disservice. Not only are kids who have a ton of toys less artistic, more overstimulated, and more likely to be materialistic adults, they're not very fun to be around. Number 5. Rachel Jonat of The Minimalist Mom. When I think back to my childhood, the best fun and games were never attached to a toy or something bought at the store. Our fun was based on make-believe or around a neighborhood-wide game of Becker Becker, similar to Hide and Seek. We climbed a lot of trees and built a lot of indoor forts out of chairs and blankets. Number 6. Rachel Jones of Nourishing Minimalism Limit the toys and games to a very minimal amount. Don't worry, you are not depriving your children. Really, you are giving them freedom. This doesn't mean we're going to take all the toys away. It means they'll have less physical toys, but more imagination. And number seven, Caroline Edwards of Chocolates and Carrots. To top it off, the most beautiful part of this toy organization method is that cleanup is manageable. At the end of the day, when it's time to clean up, the boys are completely able to clean up their toys and put them back in the box all by themselves. You just listened to the post titled, Toy Minimalism What Seven Parents Want Us to Know, by Brian Gardner with NoSidebar.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thanks to Brian for this probably much-needed article on toy minimalism. I think he and the authors he featured, some of which you've heard read on ORD or throughout the network, uh, do a good job of pointing out the excess in children's play areas and also the potential drawbacks of having too many toys. But I wouldn't have minded hearing insights from child development experts too, because I do think one component that's often forgotten about when talking about minimalism for kids is how it might affect children's cognitive and motor skills development. Now, I'm not an expert on this, but it's easy to see that toys are pure clutter sometimes. And especially when we can personally attest to healthy and constructive childhoods that don't include many toys, we can forget the very important functions that some toys can serve, right? Functions that go beyond just fun. So like with anything, I would encourage you to consider the nuances of toy minimalism before haphazardly removing just any toy. And instead, think about which function it might serve and how some toys may be more purposeful than others. But with that, we are going to get going for today, everyone, and put another episode of ORD in the books. Parents, I hope you enjoyed this one. And if you did, be sure to come back again tomorrow because there is going to be another post all about the parenting journey and how to make the most of yours. I hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.